That one was way off, guys. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Clever Kids Podcast, a weekly pop culture podcast where three brothers talk about dumb things. Um, my name is Tyler. I'm your host. I'm here with my co-host, Brian. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Jeffrey. Hey, how you guys doing? Smart, dumb, and cute is his nickname. And um, yeah, we just uh, this week we're going to be talking about best fight scenes in movies and probably TV because I know Jeff's going to bring up Daredevil. Uh but before we do that, we're going to get into what we've been um, watching or reading or whatever we want to recommend this week. I'm actually going to go first because I was a little bit late to this. I watched all of Blood of Zeus in one day um, this week, and uh, I want to talk about it now that all three of us... Brian, have you finished it? Yeah. Okay. Now that we've all finished it. I want to talk about it. So I'm going to have you guys go first. Jump, Jeff, you, jump you in. wanted what to go you first, but then you don't want to Well, I wanted first. us to talk about it. I wanted to talk about... I want to go first here. All right, when do you guys take it away? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go since I was the one that recommended it. I really enjoyed Immortals, the animation. Um, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, Henry Cavill looked a little younger than in the movie. <laughs> But uh, no, I mean, it was the, uh, Brian and I have talked about this. It's clearly there's so much. I mean, I, I noticed the Immortals, and then Brian watched it. Was like, oh my god, you're totally right. It's like the Immortals in this way too. And I was like, fuck, I didn't even think about that. But it's totally like the Immortals in that way too. Um, yeah. So they took even it's more like than the Immortals in every way. It's like they watched Immortals and are like, how can we do this again? Coherent in a coherent it's, way it's, that it makes is sense. Such a bad ripoff. I when, we went and watched Immortals after just so I could show Anna Immortals. Because I kept saying, man, this is also like like another Immortals, you know, trope or whatever. And like the mm-hmm. one that stood out to me, besides the glaringly obvious, was that uh, Theseus's mom in Immortals is like a pariah from the town that they're living in, and like right. she she's been like beaten up and sexually assaulted and whatever else they hint at. And then this chick is in much the same way, where she's like a total cast out. And I'm like, could you guys have like? I really feel like they pulled up the script for Immortals and they're like, all right, let's change this name and this name and uh, I think we're good. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it was a lot like that. The antagonist has been wronged by Zeus, but this time they're brothers. Um, yeah. His name is Heron. Yeah. Um, who plays the mom in Immortals? Isn't it someone famous? Is it like I, I Winona Ryder or something? I didn't recognize oh. no. Oh, no? And okay. I know everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I actually, uh, so I picked up on all the immortal stuff, but I was blown away by how much star Wars they threw into it. Like there's straight up lines that they just cut out of the star Wars script and like pasted it into their own script. Like the join me and we can, we can defy the gods and we can rule together as brothers. And it's like, all right. And then immediately afterwards he says if you're not with me then you're against me <laughs> and i i really wanted him to be like only a sith deals with absolute <laughs> i really wanted him to say it but even the sword that zeus makes is a lightsaber it makes the same exact noises as a lightsaber and the whole time i was like how is this not a lightsaber i don't understand <laughs> what is the difference between this sword and a lightsaber um and then when 
he makes his own merry trio or like group of friends. He has Princess Leia, the Amazonian queen who's a warrior he, or whatever. He has Han and Chewie, the guy with the vest and his big friend. Wait, Unfortunately, wait, they wait. make the Chewbacca character the black guy. Yeah, I was going to say, that is, that is, I'm crying racism. That is horrible. No, that's, dude, but it is. It, he's a smuggler and his friend that he rescued <laughs> it's han solo and chewbacca oh my god i, I can no longer endorse this <laughs> what, that's, I'm, I'm offended. that's what they did it's a yeah, han solo no, it's, and it's chewbacca the, reference, we realized and then it's the other half of the storyline that's damning that's bad <laughs> and then they um they do like the heron goes off to be trained in the ways of the gods and then has a weird force vision of his friends getting killed and the, the his trainer's like you're not ready and he's like i have to save my friends and he leaves it defies him and then when he comes Luke back Skywalker that guy dies in, in instead Yoda. of being able to train him <laughs> yeah. and i was like this is exactly empire strikes back what yeah. is happening the right now the whole thing was such a bad <laughs> I, I mean i enjoyed it but the whole time i was like uh, like what is going on right now? This yeah. is exactly how, you, how can you get away with that? Like, it feels like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, I was blown away by how much Star Wars I was. They, they need to hope that they don't that we don't make them famous with our recommendation because I mean, they're going to get hit with a bad lawsuit. Yeah, we're what's going to make everybody them go watch it. I want to see the headlines. I mean, the, the, the crazy thing was, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I mean, I enjoyed like it's yeah, super you guys easy enjoy to Star watch. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. What if Star Wars and Immortals were the same movie? Yeah, I'm just picturing somebody ripping off the movie Troy, and I'm just like, wow, that this movie really hits home. I just like it for some reason. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's because I enjoyed Troy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it had you. It, it, I mean, you. I like Aragon, but Aragon <laughs> is just Star Wars too. So, whoa, 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 whoa. let's calm down. Okay. It's, it's the yes. original story. It's the original story with a lot of standalone qualities. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway, it's a, it's a huge ripoff. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I just thought that that was really interesting that they did that. Um, but all in all, I enjoyed it. It was it was a fun show to watch. I mean, twenty five minute episodes is super easy to consume as well. So um, that works. Yeah, I, I can go next. Jo- um, oh. Good. What uh, I so the two big things that I got into last week was I picked up Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I think I talked about this on the previous podcast. Uh, I just started you, it. Yeah, you talked about it last episode. I I had just started it before the last episode. I beat it yesterday, um, and I'm like three trophies away from platinuming it. Uh, so I'm I'm working my way through the new game plus right now. Uh, super fun. I enjoy it. Short storyline. I think the one downside to the game, in my opinion, is that. Uh, in order to stretch the content of the game, they hide the platinum trophy and a lot of the uh, in-game like levels and gadgets and stuff behind New Game Plus. So in order to get all of the abilities and all of the suits and everything, you have to play the game a second time to unlock it, which mm. is their way of making the game like the content stretch farther. And it's just kind of a cheap attempt, in my opinion. Um, so it's not something that you have to pay extra for. No, it's just, it's just like, oh, you want this other stuff? Well, you got to play the game again. Interesting. Um, the other um, thing was I got Brandon Sanderson's. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I know how much Tyler hates it. But uh, Rhythm of War came it. out it's just on Tuesday, crazy. and I'm I'm working my way through it. It's like a 1600 page book. Uh, and That's it's insane. Great. It's like great so far. It's too much, dude. I'm still pushing my way through an 800 page book and Wait, hating every second of it i, I was on the the brandon sanderson is it, is it about the uh the big bang theory or what 
<clears throat> the book that I'm reading? Yeah. No, it's the Sleep in a Seat. It's the Christopher Paolini. Eh, I mean, oh, I'm you're not talking liking about it? Aragorn. No, I, the book's fine. It's just the it's too long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, cool, Jeff. Cool. You're cool with your big books. We get it, dude. You read big books. Do you think you're better than me? Uh, Brian, what have you been doing? Um, I've been trying to catch up on some gaming. Uh, Last night we played some Dead by Daylight. Don't need to dive into that too much, but a little bit of Elite Dangerous. If there's any ED fans out there, and I'm not talking about erectile dysfunction. I was like, what? I just realized what that sounded like. (laughs) Basically, I'm currently floating uh, halfway to the Lagoon Nebula uh, with no fuel. So if any fuel rats from Elite Dangerous are out there, I could really use some help because <laughs> my ship is out with one jump left. And I think I'd make sure I jump in the right direction or I'm, I'm shot. So anyway, that's that. Um, what are the games? Uh, I played a little bit of Kingdom Hearts. Um, it's like pulling teeth, uh, but I'm getting towards the fun part. So next time I fire it up, maybe I'll have a good experience finally. Um, other than that, uh, shows, uh, Black Sails. Uh, I got Anna to finally agree to watch Black Sails with me, which I love, by the way. It's on Stars. It's about pirates. It's a prequel to Treasure Island, the book. Um, and I, th- I just think it's fantastic all around with storyline and, and dialogue and um, acting. So, and action and stuff. Um, what it's a bummer else? that that show was kind of forced to end. You know, honestly, like, like I know that there's parts where you can look at it and say, oh, man, they had to rush to close these storyline, you know, loops and stuff. But I was, I was okay with the ending. And, like, you know, as much as I wanted more of it, when I look back, I'd rather a show end, like, a little bit too soon with a, with a decent ending that they put some effort into than go on too then long. Game of Thrones it. I, you know, I wasn't going to go there. I can't do it on this episode. I can't have anger in my heart today. But fuck Game of Thrones. But anyway, so... Uh, uh, we tried Big Sky, which is a TV show that's about like girls going missing. Um, in, is in it in area. Big Sky, Montana? Yeah, it's in, in, it's in uh. Montana. And I, I thought it was just going to be one of those TV shows, you know, maybe a little bit of like, you know, an appeal towards a female audience with, you know, some good-looking detective main character and just kind of like hokey storyline that doesn't have a lot of twists. But... Oh my God, the whole episode was kind of confirming that. And then the last five seconds blew my mind. This and, was and it, was, it was only a pilot. It's worth watching just for the last five seconds where you're like, what the hell? What the hell? I was literally sitting there like, ah, I can't believe what I just saw. So, and that was only the pilot. So they did a what really good fuck? job on that pilot. Right. Me want to watch I'm watching two. this. Yeah. I'm watching this. The end of episode this. one just like absolutely has me wanting to watch episode what? two. So hopefully they roll that out. What is it on? Uh, shoot, good question. Uh, Hulu, maybe? I think it's Hulu. Um, and then another one, by the way, while I was working the other day, I decided to just throw on a TV show on my, um, my tablet, and I pulled up uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. It's Ridley Scott. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Another time we're going to mention is. Ridley Scott. We talk I, about him I a lot. I watched the first episode. I wasn't Captain. <laughs> Liam Neeson's in it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon yeah. shows up. <laughs> Raised by Wolves is good, dude. I, I literally clicked on it because of uh, like the Ragnar guy, uh, Travis Fimmel, because yeah. I like him as an actor. And he's barely even in the first episode. He, he starts picking up in, in episode two. And like, man, episode one had me on the edge of my seat. And it's just been continuing ever since. It's like really cool future sci-fi 
Um, he's getting a lot of play right now, uh, Travis Fimmel. He's in like a new movie with Margot Robbie. That was like an Australian film that just came out. Um, that's apparently pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's it's good, man. I, it's like like I'm not gonna get into it too much, but it is damn good space exploration. Um, future societies, like how religion Robots plays out in the raising future, babies. the capability of technology in the future, it is damn good. It is so worth watching. I'm actually, I'm probably going to stop and start back from the beginning with Anna, just so that I don't watch a, a really good show without her because it's it's that good. Interesting. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it, but I'm afraid that uh, my wife will not like it. So <laughs> that would just I, I be another sci-fi a... show that I want to watch. I'll that, have to give it another uh, shot. I don't get to because I, I watched the first episode and I wasn't captivated. So I'll have oh. to, I'll have to Dude, try watch Brian, it. Brian, if you, I know yeah, you I love all good. this space shit. Have you given the Expanse a shot yet? I gave it one shot. I think it deserves a second with how much good stuff I've heard about it. But I, I Dude, didn't it's like really, it it's really gosh darn good. And also, I have two or three of the books they're actually written by uh germs like assistant like the books are written by george r, r. martin's assistant yeah the and one it's that, like i mean that it's most like of, game of thrones sci-fi most it's, of his but it's not game, game of, of thrones, thrones books are written by assistants as well if i remember right i think they kind of compile them together i think um, they're all just doesn't yeah. have their skills for finishing up his actual fucking work so yeah i think that's exactly <laughs> what's happening as well um but anyway it uh the the leviathan wakes theory or series the expanse series it's just it's very good and the i like the show a lot but again it's kelly's not really into a lot of the sci-fi space stuff so i have not i've made it to season four but i've been watching it for like two years because i'm like i like can only watch it when she's out of town or i have like a a half day or something see i insisted on getting to grab raised by wolves by myself but the more i watch it the more i realize anna is gonna enjoy it for different things so I, I think i gotta stop here just to be fair to, to my interesting my partner yeah, i've heard loop her in on this awesomeness because it's really good i've heard mixed things but people who like the sci- same kind of sci-fi stuff that i like all have said that it's pretty good so yeah, I, good. I think it sounds like it would be up my alley um all right cool well i think that's that's that sure i think we did that i think we nailed it jeff what's the what it's your turn for the topic this week what did you choose for this week i wanted to talk about fight scenes uh, I was inspired from the previous uh, podcast. Uh, you know, a lot of the movies that we talked about happen to have uh, really awesome fight scenes, and I was thinking about those films in retrospect after listening back on the episode, and uh, I decided that I wanted to talk about our favorite fight scenes in cinema. Um, and I wanted to split it into two different categories of one-on-one fight scenes versus one character fighting a group. Because um, there, there are many fight scenes where... Uh, a character is fighting more than one person, but the fight scenes where they're fighting one on one, like it's just two different tones, two different requirements from the choreography team, um, and I think they deserve to be talked about separately. Uh, okay. Yeah. So jump in. What sure. Sure. I mean, I don't the one think that you need to explain what a fight scene is. So I think we, I think you need to jump into the topic. Sure. I mean, I think the one that that's going to be talked about, the one that inspired me when I'm thinking back on it, was the fight scene in Troy, uh, Achilles versus Ben. I don't want to talk too much about it, but. Um, it's up there as one of the best. Uh, it's. I mean, we talked about it last week, but. Um, wait, 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 wait. You want to do a topic in a, in a podcast on greatest fight scenes, and you don't want to spend too much time talking about the greatest one-on-one fight scene. Well, I think there's history. a ton of them. That's the greatest one, in your opinion. That, uh, I guess we're just going right into it. Yeah, it's the greatest fight scene in movie history. I don't. I disagree. I Objectively, mean, it's cool. I like it, but 
I mean, you get a better one-on-one fight scene. If you say Star Wars Episode Three, I'm gonna freaking, <laughs> I'm gonna drive to your house right now. That is probably one of my favorite fight scenes. I rewatched that. I wa- I have a YouTube video that's saved on my YouTube account that is just the fight scene, and they they alter the music so that it's just cut together correctly. You know what I mean? Like the diff- so they it's not like. In that movie, they keep cutting away from the fight scene to show what other people are doing, like right. Yoda fighting Sidious or whatever, right? Um, in this YouTube video, they just they edit the fight so that it looks like it's just all one Whoa. made one long fight scene, and they alter they edit the music so that it's like that. And I just rewatch it now, all the time. <laughs> now that you bring that up, I would almost argue that from a cinematic experience, that takes away from the fight uh, scene. A little okay. Bit. Fuck you a little bit, but <laughs> you know that I'm kind of right though. That's kind of annoying that it cuts away from the fight, like versus Troy, where you get to just grab your popcorn and watch that excellence unfold. Like, it ain't no cutaways to Helen like doing her makeup. Like, let's go. Like, it, we we want to watch these guys it, kill each other. Like, we're gonna watch them kill each other. I don't want to go or turn around and watch what's going on in the boo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know what I cut away. Sure, it doesn't take anything away from me, but it doesn't take any away from me. But if if that takes it away from you, I do think that the that fights it with Obi Wan and I'm just picking holes. I like that one too, but Troy's better. I just I don't I don't know. I think it's fine. Um, but I, I think we talked about it last week. I thought I think we talked about all of the like I don't have anything more to say than what we said last episode. Yeah, I mean I I think we could talk about episode three a little bit more, Brian. I'm gonna have to say that I think episode three is just a better. You uh, got it. You kidding me? I, really I think Troy's number two on this one. Dude. I think Troy is number two, but episode three, the emotional Whoa. payoff. You think it's the best fight scene in history? I do. One on one. Really? Wow. I don't even. I don't even know if I say that. It's I think it's the best one on one. One on one. Okay. One on one. I think it's the best one on one fight scene. I guess. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. But do we, I do, we, like do we have anything from like a Marvel movie that would? Oh, I've got. Up? I've got several Marvel movies queued up. Yeah, I'm interested to see what else is coming on this list because I know that I like that one a lot, but I'm I like it more for like I love the Jedi or the the lightsabers, you know what I mean? Like, and I like the choreography in that one, and, sure. and it's also like the emotional payoff of like watching Anakin become Darth Vader and like him and Obi Wan being ripped apart like that is just so emotional. So like, it's like a quick hit of like emotion for me yeah. you know what I mean to watch that fight scene so that's why I like it but I don't know if I think it's the best I, I guess I guess we'll have to see what happens in the rest of your list I, so. I, I do want to jump in quickly I read a fan theory or a fan I don't know post uh, talking about episode 3 that said the movie would have been structured better like the, my biggest problem with episode 3 has always been that Anakin goes from I want to save my wife to let's murder some children um, and that is just such a big jump in, in judgment and uh, I someone was like, it would have been crazy if Obi Wan caught Anakin and did the whole, you know, only says and they they fight. Obi Wan leaves him for dead. Anakin finds out his wife died, and then Anakin was sent to go murder the children, and and then Obi Wan realizes that he's still alive. And I was like, that, as Darth Vader, as Darth Vader in the in the Vader suit, yeah, that would have made more sense. And I, and I was just like, fuck, I wish that had happened instead, because I just get so annoyed. Where he's like, I just want to save my wife, and he goes like, cool. There's some uh, kids down the street. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So you want to talk about Marvel films? You know, Marvel films are, are a little bit tougher for one-on-one fight scenes. The the one that I wanted to talk about in comparison to Episode Three and Troy, it better be Captain America versus the Leaper. Versus the Leaper. Yeah, what's that French UFC fighter? Oh, oh, the, uh, uh, George, George Saint Pierre. Yeah, no, that I, that fight scene is sick. 
I, I do have the Winter Soldier so on here as as one on one as the one on one fight scene, but I think the best fight scene uh, as Ooh, far as like yeah, a small scale scene fight scene against Winter Soldier was good. Yeah, uh, the, the at I, the end or the one on the bridge where one like, on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, that the choreography in that is sick. He like throws awesome. the knife up with one hand, and then punches him, and then catches the knife with his other hand and swings. Dude, the choreography in that scene is really awesome. Yeah. And, and the, I think that choreography carries over into Civil War. It's not a one-on-one fight scene because it's it's Winter Soldier and Captain America versus Iron Man. But it's I love that scene. It is like the best fight scene in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in my opinion. I put it under a group fight scene because there are three of them. But that is the fight scene that I would compare directly to Episode 3 or Troy. Uh, it's, it's so emotional. Like, just to, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s delivery of Tony Stark saying, like, it wasn't him. Or Captain America saying, it wasn't him. And then Tony Stark turned around and goes, I don't care. He killed my he mom. He killed my mom. <laughs> it's just, like, my heart breaks every time. Um, that, that, that is such an emotional scene. And then the, the payoff of that fight, oh, it's just so good. Um, Winter Soldier, like we said, has some fantastic choreography. Um, and and I would say that, uh, but episode three and Troy, I think I would just kind of on a, a level of their own. And I would say, you know, Civil War is up there well, but I would put that in the group fight scene category. Um, I would say Winter Soldier is probably the next step down. It's still incredible, but it's just not quite on the same level. Um, but so I was did curious- you compile this list from memory, or did you like? go and do some research because i have some ones that you're not talking about i mean there's a ton that i have here it's not like i was just going to stop there but i did want to get you guys opinions i didn't want to dominate the entire conversation so i I wanted to hear what some of your suggestions were as well um so i have right up top i have uh inception hallway fight is really good i really like that one i like the choreography i also like how much um I've done a lot of research into that scene because I think it's one of the best, like, well-shot moments in film history. And I was always wondered how they did it. And the way that they did it is they literally built a hallway on, like, a machine that rotates it and then put them in the hallway and had them do, like, the stunts. And that's really cool. It's just yeah. really awesome. That, that fight really scene like is, that. is incredibly cinematic. My personal favorite part is the symbolism of the director punching people in the face uh he's the producer sorry the producer punching people in the face uh yeah i like that too you want me to explain (laughs) the metaphor to you again please don't please don't um brian what about you so i agree the uh inception hallway scene is is pretty awesome i will say from a fight perspective not so much as just cinematography like the way they shot the scene was really cool and obviously a fight gets impacted by what's what the storyline is and who the characters are but like that one's really cool from just a, a viewer experience but from a like it really depends on how you classify these because from a fight choreography perspective i would say not as much as some of the other ones but still an absolute blast to watch and you got to see it well, i mean but. i feel like the choreography for that scene is kind of on a different scale because most choreography is two people whereas the choreography for that stunt was also the building <laughs> itself is part of the choreography which is extremely unique like i like I'll, yeah like it, it just, just depends on how you want to classify these because i think it ranks differently um the other one i would throw out there is thor versus hulk in ragnarok which is a really cool like coliseum battle style but at the same time it's, it's not like they're like doing anything super technical they're just smashing each other over and over again and like but it's an absolute blast to watch and we all know when that shit rolled out in the trailer that first trailer everyone was like Oh my God, we're getting like World War Hulk going oh against boy. Gladiator I really, Thor. 
I really, really, really wish that they had like held on to uh, that reveal of the Hulk being in. I wish they could have kept that Not a secret that because trailer, seeing yeah. that for the first okay. time in theaters would have been so exciting. Yeah, knowing it was coming, I was, I was like, it wasn't as much as it. Like if you just smash it open, you're like, oh, dude, it's the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, that would be so awesome if that had happened. Did, did you I guys know, know him. That... He's a friend from work. Did, did <laughs> yeah. you know that that line was added by a kid that had visited the studio while they were filming? I, I don't remember if he was uh, like a Make-A-Wish Foundation child or not, but there was a child that was on scene who added the adv- adverb that line in, ad-libbed that line in, and uh, the they liked it so much that they actually put it into the, the uh, he's a friend script. from work line yeah yeah it's so funny dude like it's it's just such a like a thor line like a kid nailed it then if he if he gets credit for that yeah it but, is is very good in but i would but i would argue if we're well. talking one-on-one fights that one is as much of a spectacle as the one from inception in a different way but at the same time if we're talking technical fight like dang that is believable and fun to watch like from the intricacies like i would say Winter Soldier is definitely one I hadn't thought of, but that one, like, man, I almost want to watch that one in slow motion because they go so fast and there's so oh, many yeah. cool little moves throughout the scene that you're like, whoa, you just catch a glimpse of it and you're like, he like drops a knife, catches it with his other hand, pulls a little Arya Stark, but like, cool. And, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I, yeah. I think that's entertaining. It's the same thing with, with um, the Troy fight scene right, that I'm going to keep going back to, which is... I'm literally see, watching it right now because I haven't see seen it in so long. The Troy fight I'm scene. like, okay, why is this... Yeah, why are they talking you about this so much? You just see these, like, it's, it's, it's hard to explain, but, like, when you watch Brad Pitt's character, I think he does such a, such a good job, especially if you've read the book, of just being different than a normal human fighter. He fights in a way that just transcends, like, just normal, like swinging swords at each other and it's his, just a style that's fluid and just his ability believable. to to act confident in battle like there's a point where eric banner like swings his sword and achilles doesn't flinch because he knows that the sword is going to bounce off of his shin greave yeah and he just like, takes it on the gre- yeah he takes exactly. it whereas like, i would have you know flinched any human would have flinched but he is so yeah. experienced in battle or he's that got he's his like, spear he's got a spear behind his head and he's jabbing at him with a spear behind his head like it's just there's just things that like in that battle that they but but at the same time it's not like these little weak feeble thrusts he's like actually like about to freaking spear him with that thing and it's like like they thought it out so well to where they they made him like come alive as achilles on the screen and you see the moves and you're like dude that is not something that anyone else on that field of battle is doing and yet i'm still buying it because it just looks strong it looks fluid and like it's it it takes me like into the film every time like i i buy into it man it's it's awesome i agree it's pretty good it's pretty good honestly even for like a fight scene of the time they do do a good job and not make it like super <laughs> overcut there is a lot of editing <laughs> in it what you said do um, um it's good it is very good uh and you're right they do a good job um, you know, Brad Pitt really sells his athleticism there or his stunt, his stunt guy does um, of showing like his athleticism. There's a moment where Hector swings at his chest and he backs, he steps back and then Hector swings at his head and he ducks and does a spin and then swipes at Hector's leg. And like Hector has to dodge out of the way. And then Hector spins and swings at his leg and he just kind of like lifts his leg yeah, over it and then jabs just, at just him. Just enough to get it's it out very, of the way. It's very well practiced, very well choreographed. It looks really good, but yeah, they're like I still dancing just, dudes. It's awesome. 
yeah speaking of dancing another one i wanted to bring up um was the fight scenes from both hero and crouching tiger hidden dragon um both of these movies have a lot of really 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 interesting well choreographed fight scenes that i really like granted they're very different from the style of fight scenes that we've been talking about so far they're literally a dance right it's two martial artists who are incredible in their control of their bodies and the movements that they make that it's um, it's literally like watching people dance together it's like really beautiful and like the way that they have this clothing that just kind of flows and is moving around a lot it's you know, they, they definitively are doing, like, a dance film, but with cho- fight choreography. I mean, the thing that I respect about, like, the hero, the crouching style, the uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon style of fighting um, is it does reflect real fighting in the way that the fight is usually ended with one swing. Like, the second that one hero makes contact with another one, that's kind of the end. It's not like the American style where someone goes Boromir and takes 15 arrows and, and continues going like usually in in like hero or something it only takes one blow and so most of the fight scene is more elegant of everyone avoiding every single attack until they can get just the one fatal hit in Um, right well it's actual martial arts right it's a lot of movement and redirecting someone's you know force and keeping their energy moving away from you and stuff like that so it's a lot of that rather than like in american style action scenes it's all forearms and knees and shins and blocks and whatever the fuck and it's like well i don't think that that's how like we i've seen enough fights like that's not how they go (laughs) how it works but okay um Um, yeah i mean i I think that uh the the part that loses me for those films is a lot of those fights just get a little bit too fantastical for me where you get like a swordsman who's flying out over a lake and he just dips the tip of his sword into the water and gets propelled backward 50 feet and it's just like sure but it's you know it's it's about the beauty sure and it it takes an artistic thing it's not yeah so i will say that scene where he fights sky in that movie with this the long spear that Mm. scene is freaking rad like the other one's like it's that's the one with donnie yen right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, i like Um, that one a lot where the guy's just playing the music on the strings like yeah Mm -hmm. and they keep throwing the money to keep playing yeah um that scene is the one that makes it for me i mean like all the other fights are more of the same style, but that one where he's just fighting with this unusual weapon and like the way he uses it to kind of like whip it around and stuff. Like he's got a metal spear and yet he's like whipping it so hard that it like bends and flexes and he's using it to get like get around like sword strokes and stuff. It's just, it's really cool to see how they do that. And it's just, that scene is entertaining. I mean, he's swinging it as fast as somebody swings a sword. So that I would say that one's a really good one that I'm glad you brought up as well, because, um, you know, just watching that is, is pretty spectacular. So that's, yeah, I that's... like both of those movies a lot and we could stick with martial. I could keep going with martial arts films cause I sure. really like Let's, martial arts. Films. I, I, we'll get back to that, but I want to do a 180 and go from the whole dancing style to more real. Uh, well, I guess more uh, what we see kind of daily. Let's talk about warrior. We talked about the plot of the film last week, but let's talk about the actual fight scenes in that film. I, I don't think that there's anything in there that's like on the same level as these other ones. I mean, that movie's just inspiring and, and amazing in a lot of ways, but I don't think there's a fight scene that stands out where I'm like, man, this fight scene makes the film. It's more like the fight scenes are part of the storyline. I don't, I don't really see it the same way. Is that fair? Yeah. Uh, same thing. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I just don't, I don't think that there's like a moment in that movie that I'm like, Oh, what a rewatchable fight scene. Yeah, you, well, you, you, know watch, I mean? you watch Brendan Conlon just getting absolutely creamed and then he pulls out the win and you're like, 
oh my god don't get me wrong I'm throwing my popcorn up in the air when he wins but at the same time it's not the same thing where I'm like wow look at how they put that fight together how did they do that that's amazing you know what I mean like nah the dude just gets his face pummeled in and then throws a crazy ass you know ankle lock and I, I, I gotta <laughs> say I, well I agree I don't think these the, the fights in the warrior are on the same scale as some of the other ones we talked about some of those scenes I think about a lot where like when he's fighting Koba and Koba throws him over his shoulder <laughs> you just hear the commentator going he's going for a ride and then you see Brendan Conlon flying through the air and getting slammed to the ground getting picked back up and going fl- it's just like there is some some real good choreography and cinematography um, that I really enjoy, but if you guys don't think it's worth talking I don't know about, about that, I don't. I disagree. I don't think that. I think that that movie falls into the born uh, level of like fight scenes that it's just overcut because they have to keep editing moments in where like you can see the actor's face, but then the rest of it's all done by stunt. You know, they're stuntmen, and it just. It's a lot of editing and creative cutting, and I just yeah, the jump know. cutting. It's fine. The jump I like it, but cutting it's... is something that'll come up a little bit later too. I had something kind of back yeah. for for the group fight conversation. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Just to 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 go on that. Also, like I thought about Rocky, the Rocky movies, and Creed and Creed Two. Um, every like six months or so, I just go on youtube and watch every single fight from the rocky movies because <laughs> i just think they're so ridiculous that sylvester stallone or rocky the character just never puts his hands up yeah. for th- <laughs> for <laughs> like 30 years he just never learns to block he just yeah, takes it know. all to his face i don't know how his nose is flat against his face <laughs> or how he's alive at all there's yeah, no way just, it doesn't they, make they made no sense. effort to like have like any kind of technical portion of that like he literally just like if you ever rewatch those movies, anyone listening, he just takes shot after shot after shot to the face, and then every so often it's like time to take it back, and then he just starts throwing punches, and then the other guy starts taking hits, and then like all of a sudden Rocky's just right back taking punches to the face. There's just no way. I, every so. punch he takes, every punch right on the chin. He yeah. never blocks. It's very he has rarely this does he weird, take a body shot. <laughs> he has this weird like. So I like boxing quite a lot, and Rocky's style of boxing like that person would be dead like i'm sorry like you don't go into a boxing ring with your gloves at your waist at, <laughs> for eight rounds or 13 rounds no, or any up, amount dude. of rounds yeah. you don't keep your hands so at your there's, waistline there's two things Who i want to would say. ever do that there's two things i want to say one i, I kind of laughed out loud when i saw the creed movie and he was training him how to dodge super hard and i was like well <laughs> you never learned how to do that Who the, where did you learn to teach yeah. that who um, makes you an expert on, <laughs> well, or what makes you an expert on uh, protecting yourself in a fight here's what you're going to want to do Run at him with your face and let him punch it a bunch. Yeah, his arms are going to get tired after a while. <laughs> oh, Tyler, if you and haven't seen That's it, your window. Take him I've, out. I've told Brian about this. College Humor did a fake 30 for 30 on Rocky Four. It's like a five-minute long video, and it's like they got actual like sports people to go in and talk about if Rocky Four had happened for real or under the context that Rocky Four had happened for real. It's fucking hysterical. Um, they analyzed the speech. They analyzed the fights. They like, like one of the commentators was like, he took eighty-nine punches to the face <laughs> and stood stand. Like, I don't know. It's funny. Yeah, it's just I, I just don't understand why more people don't talk about it when they talk about those movies that like. Like Rocky, for some reason, does not block. It's such a weird character decision that he just doesn't block. I love those movies. I think it's just an accepted thing. Same thing with Warrior. Like, there's just no way Brendan Connell can take that much damage. <laughs> yeah, in a again, thing. Just... there's just no way he gets thrashed for 
minutes and minutes of like the world's like like, greatest fighters yeah for 48 <laughs> hours and at the end he's still like giving it back like there's no way there's no way yeah. the human body can take yeah. that much damage no at least in the creed movies ryan coogler made a decision to make uh, adonis creed a, an adept fighter yeah. like yeah. he actually oh, blocks he i don't think those movies would survive in this day and age i think the part of the thing that we accept about him is that like they're old in like we're just like ah whatever like he could take hits to the face I, now, no i, I don't it. accept that those <laughs> movies i watch them all the time and i'm still like i don't understand this character choice everybody yeah. else blocks put your hands every up. other yeah. character blocks yeah. why doesn't he block i don't right. understand I, mean, I think it was a deliberate choice it was a deliberate choice to it show was. how much constitution he has. Why? Yeah, why? It's Sylvester. stupid. I don't get it. it Slide. Tell me. I no. don't understand this. What we need to choice. do is start a petition for a a final confrontation to show who has the real tanking ability between Brennan Conley and Rocky. <laughs> and Rocky. <laughs> Those two need to get into an arena and fight with their separate styles, and let's just see <laughs> who comes out on top, who so lasts longer. I, I really think that's an uh, immovable so object weird. versus. I, I want to throw a curveball in here. I mean, it might it might be a dud, but I was thinking about one-on-one fight scenes, and one of the ones that my friends and I talk about is actually an animated fight scene. I know that all of us have seen it. In the Avatar, the last airbender, in the final episode, you see Zuko and Azula fighting in one of like the coolest animation moments that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not so much... I mean, they use their abilities, their, their firebending, to a really cool extent. I wanted to get your guys' opinions on the fight scene and, and think... I mean, don't know if either guys of you thought about this one when you were compiling your no, list. I don't. I didn't. Uh, that storyline between Zuko and Azula was boring to me. I didn't really like it. I didn't really like how evil Azula was all the time. I was like, this is not a. This is not a believable character. Like every other character in that show has like shades of gray, except for Azula is just like the Joker. It's like some weird. They, tr- they tried to give her moments of like. Like at the very 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 end it was kind of weak to be honest with you and then and then instead of like doing something with it they just threw it all out the window right at the end so yeah, yeah I, I agree like with that. that I agree with that where I wasn't as engaged in it but it's still cinematically like fun to watch for sure yeah the whole series is great to watch I'm just like I'm it, just but... gonna be honest I will always give the nod to a damn good like live action fight scene over a cartoon yeah because sure. I was gonna bring up uh, Dark Knight Returns the animated Frank Miller adaptation I love that scene where Batman fights Superman, but it's not like, and I watch it all the time, but I don't, you know, I don't like, I would never put that in like my list of top five fight Good. scenes or anything like that. Because that, that scene is ridiculous, but um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's another fight scene. It's not, I know it's not going to be talked about for long, but we talked about the boys. I wanted to talk about butcher versus translucent because that's probably my favorite fight scene in the entire show. Butcher versus Translucent. Like that first fight in the video the, store? The first fight at the, in the video store, fighting the Invisible Man. I, I think I'll have that to rewatch a... that. I don't remember that being that, that amazing. I mean, I thought it was it was interesting. I liked more just the camera work of having an invisible character. You know, like that kind of shit is always interesting to me when they can remove a character from the screen and then make him. I mean, if you like that, you should watch The Invisible Man because The Invisible Man, that movie, has some really good action scenes with an invisible person. Um, is that the one with but, the boyfriend that's crazy? Yeah, it's really good. It's on HBO Max. I really recommend it. It, it. They bill it as a horror. It's not a horror. It's more of like a psychological thriller. Like you're just kind of like, you know what's going on the whole time, but you're just like waiting for it to like happen. You know what I mean? It's not scary at all. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and there is a good, there's another good hallway fight scene in that one with the guy who's going to be playing Hawkman. 
uh, in the Black Adam movie is uh, he fights the Invisible Man and like gets his ass kicked and it's like really violent. It's really good. I like it. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't have anything to say about the translucent Billy Butcher fight scene except for the part where he spits blood in the dude's face and then he's like, "Gotcha, fucker," or something <laughs> like that. Got you, cunt. Yeah, I mean that's uh, what I, I just thought it was such a creative uh, way of approaching the fight scene. I've, I mean, I've never asked, I've never thought about the question of how you'd fight someone invisible, but they answered a question that I'd never thought to ask before in a really creative way. Um, any other one-on-one fight scenes that you guys wanted to talk about? Um, one-on-one. Uh, D'Artagnan versus the guy with the eye patch and. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one, dude. I did not that was not even on my radar, but that one was way up there. I like the one where they're fighting on ladders. Yeah. I like that part. Yeah, that's that, cool. Dude, I'm I want to rewatch that movie now. Yeah. It holds I up. could definitely rewatch that movie over and over again. It's it not a up. good movie. The but fact, I, no, but the fight scenes are amazing. The fight the scenes are amazing. Actually mind. that one will register for the group conversation too, because that fight scene in the bar is freaking mm-hmm. amazing. Where he's like swinging the rope. Oh wait, at the bar? Yeah, in where the he, he gets the first scene, the dude. Oh, the yeah. That is good. Dude, like that that, I got to rewatch that movie. That movie's the, damn good. Did you guys know that his stunt d- uh, double is a girl? I might watch that today. I'm like, suddenly like, wow. Why, how did I, I was blown away. Okay, I could rewatch that movie today. We are, too. We are referring to The Musketeer. It is a, what, an early 2000s yep. film yeah, on like The Musketeer. 2003 or something. But it focuses less on, you know, like The Men in Iron Mask is about the three musketeers. This one focuses more on the D'Artagnan side of like his origin it's the story, story from uh, it's the original Three Musketeers story from Alexander Dumas, and it is it is awesome for the choreography. Everything else is pretty subpar, but totally worth watching just for the fight choreography because these guys are like a combination of fencers, ninjas, <laughs> gymnasts. They, it, I love that D'Artagnan. No matter what weapon you put in his hands, he's like yeah, adept he, at it. He, <laughs> he grabs a, a rope a at one point. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. like whooping people with a candlestick, and then like a freaking bag of flour on a rope. Like, yeah, and he's just like swinging people. around, taking people out left and right. It's like, <laughs> what the watch, fuck? I'm watching that today. I, mark my <laughs> words. I'm watching the movie today because it is like the whole time you're watching it, you're like, how is this guy? Like, how do they do these scenes? And like everything that guy does, he's just like kicking ass with anything that he's got. Like. It he's is, so is. good at uh, he's so good at it that he um, he can use a horse as a weapon at one point. <laughs> yeah, like, he, like that, slaps a horse's butt to kick a guy a through very a wall. Good, that movie is extreme, like criminally underrated for how entertaining it's, it is to watch. It's not a very good movie, but it is extremely fun. It's like, entertaining. Really yeah, that's like all it. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying it's needs an Academy oh, Award. No. It's not. Yeah, it's not getting an Oscar anytime but, soon. But, but I no, like it, watching it. You can't it's, watch that movie and not be like, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to watch it without a smile on your face. Yeah, like, it's just silly fun watch. That's the one to watch because the fight scenes have like me every time I watch them. I'm like, how the hell did they do that? Like some of those choreographies, like especially in that ladder scene at the end where he's fighting the bad guy. Um, what's his name? Febra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, like it's Fabruja. just amazing. And like, and I just don't know like how they, you know, put that together. But I don't care. Just, just make me watch it again. Just fuck me up, fam. Have you guys? You guys have both played the God of War 2018 game, the newest one. I played it for like 20 minutes and then went and returned it to GameStop. Big old, big old <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> Buy it, go home. 20 minutes later, return. I don't. Like Literally, it. I returned it the same day I bought it. I was like, I'm not enjoying it's a shame. this. This is broken. Oh, what's about... the damage? Uh, the the way it's made. <laughs> yeah. 
I wanted to talk about the uh, the first fight scene with Balder, but if neither of you guys have played it, then... I I played that fight scene. It was fine. I just I don't I just don't think I'm I'm a, as big a fan of the style of fighting that's in those games. Um, I don't like that like every fight major fight scene was just a se- series of cutscenes and quick time events where it's like press X now press square now and it's like fuck this is not fun <laughs> I am not enjoying this at all. And so I, yeah. And then at one point you, after that, you get on a boat and you're supposed to be sailing somewhere. And I just got lost and was like, okay, I'm done. I can't play this game. So <laughs> I didn't realize we're talking about it. video game um, one-on-one fights. I mean, that opens up a whole different it's, conversation. It's part of pop culture. I, I, I wanted to throw the curveball in there to see what I can inspire you guys to talk about. But I mean, no, if we're going to talk, talk about literature about too, I mean, there's, there's more to it. I mean, we can get deeper and deeper, but um Video game fight scenes, I don't know. Maybe maybe nothing really comes to mind or something that stands out more than something else. But yeah, I, you could even throw Shadow of Colossus in there. Like every one of those 16 sh- fights is freaking crazy, but it's not like technical. No, it's know? just epic. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about video game fights because the it's a whole different conversation, one, I think. Yeah, the best one is obviously Batman vs. Deathstroke in Arkham Origins. And that terrible Batman game, that game or that fight is awesome. I don't understand what's more terrible. I mean, it's the exact same game as the other three. I don't understand how it could be more terrible. It's just not as good. It's not as good as the other ones. I don't know. Um. um okay. So anyway. let's let's transition to group fight scenes then. Uh, you have any on the top of your mind? I'm just gonna say Daredevil. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, I got Daredevil a hallway now. fight we scene. Can wait. You have a better one than is it old boy? It's old boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was Dude, gonna. That old like, boy one is awesome. one of these two is is gonna come. I up. have only seen it once. I shame the on original me or the one with uh, Josh Josh Brolin. Yeah, with Thanos. Uh, you Thanos should watch just the original shit, one. Bro. Ooh. I actually have seen the clip of the original one. I think you told me to look at it after I watched the Josh Brolin version. I like that, that one more. Awesome too. Dude, the Josh Brolin one is so sick. Are you kidding yeah, me? The, I mean, they're basically a shop. It's basically exactly the same. Thing. it's just with Josh Brolin it's like the choreography is almost exactly the same yeah, yeah. Um, it, I really awesome, like both though. of them either way old boy ahead. is great um, uh, that brings me into a couple other ones if we're going to talk about old boy but let's talk about the daredevil one um, daredevil season one episode two episode is two that? yeah um, it's the final scene in that film it's a one shot fight scene in a hallway where daredevil fights 20 dudes and just like takes them out and just keeps get, getting knocked down and picked back up and it's awesome it's like you can't like there's not a lot to say about it it's really great um quickly if you guys want to talk about one take fight scenes because old boy does an incredible one there um where it's almost the same thing except for he's trying to work his way up up the up a base like from a basement right he starts in like a car he's just park. going floor to floor to floor and just wiping with out a ha- just a hammer guys yeah with just a hammer a regular ball peen hammer and he's just taking people out it's yeah crazy, it's brutal dude. It the old boy reminds me of that moon knight issue that i had you read yeah um, it very is similar. uh it's very i mean i i'm pretty sure warren ellis saw old boy and was like i'm gonna do this with moon knight <laughs> i knew <laughs> and I i'm pretty knew sure that... sorry go ahead go ahead yeah, oh, we, so i think yeah go ahead old boy comes out and then the raid redemption yep. comes out and they both have incredible one take fight scenes that take place in hallways and in narrow chambers where there's like a bunch of people and it's one guy there's another movie called the protector that i'm pretty sure is another korean film 
that has another one take fight scene where a guy is going up a, a staircase through like a hotel and is just taking out like the whole triad mafia gang or something and like he's just like wrecking fools and um those three movies how all happen and then we just start seeing incredible one take fight scenes happen in movies like the daredevil one or like extraction which is another really awesome like man clearing a room thing uh that's really cool and i think that those movies directly reference it right like daredevil is clearly inspired by the old old boy fight scene and the raid fight scene you know so when i go to watch those um like especially the no cut ones where it's just all on like a single take which is getting more and more popular just because it's really impressive and Um, it looks it's more fun one thing i yeah it, it totally is one thing i do pay attention to is are there like especially when it's one guy fighting a bunch are there dudes like some of those cronies or guys he's taken out that are making swings that don't make sense or that aren't gonna inflict a bunch of damage where they're just kind of these filler characters where you're not really supposed to pay attention to them on the side for example, when you watch Dark Knight, uh, or not, no, the third one, excuse me, where he's Dark storming Knight. the steps of the courthouse to go kill Bane or whatever, you can see guys, like cops and stuff on the side, like throwing like little shitty punches. And Jeff has pointed out to me, there's just total whiffs in that scene if you're watching anything but Batman, where you're like, oh, man, you guys should have sold those punches, those hits. Like, when you watch Old Boy, and Daredevil's the same way, it doesn't matter who you watch. It's totally believable, the the attacks that they make. You know, like, with Old Boy, that guy takes a ton of hits. It's not like he's just, like, dodging everything. He's just getting whacked over and over again by these guys. They're, like, breaking two-by-fours on his back and stuff. But So that's the main that happens, reason that I struggle with the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight series is he focuses more on the idea of Batman and Bruce Wayne than he does on, like, Batman beating the shit out of people which is the one thing that like Zack Snyder really nailed with his version of Batman is like Batman is a force to be freaking (laughs) reckoned with and like that that fight scene if you want to talk about one man versus a group like that's a great one like that is so fun to watch we didn't talk about Batman versus Bane in the one-on-one fight scene that's pretty awesome I like that one a lot I was gonna bring it up I actually have it written down on my little notepad here yeah that one's pretty Um, badass but but as far as like old boy when you pay attention to it and what makes it it's a scene that kind of stands apart from some of them is regardless of what character you watch you see you can put yourself in his shoes and be like yeah i totally get why you would make that move and then old boy manages to get out of it so like how they make the choreography work is like it makes sense and you could see where he actually makes it through that crazy uh, you know odds you know fight where he's like totally outnumbered and he's going through a whole gang of dudes and yet one guy manages with his pure rage to just push through I, it, it makes it really fun to watch over and over again in my opinion yeah, I mean, I'm watching the Josh Brolin one. I have it playing right now in the background. But I just – I think that the original one is still better. This one's fun. I like the choreography. And I like that, like, when he's fighting somebody else, someone will just run up and hit him with, like, a chair. And right. Shit. Like, right. he just keeps getting hit. Not like, the other guys aren't just standing around watching. Yeah, they're not yeah. just standing there like a video game character waiting for their turn and making it easy for you to, like, get through the mission. It's like they're straight up, like, trying to take him down. And it makes it so much easier to watch. It's hard for me to watch like this one more because it is just Spike Lee doing the same thing that uh God damn it, what's the guy that just won all the Oscars for Parasite? He's the one that uh, Huey, was it? Uh... Whatever, it doesn't matter. He's the guy that directed Old Boy. Um and he's wait, is he? I might cut that out. I I don't want, I got to fact check myself. Um 
I uh Bong John Bong Joon Ho or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh anyway. I think that one verse group let's see, what else, what other great one verse group fight scenes are there? I got you with another one and I'm gonna jump in on this because I alluded to it before. Um I will give Game of Thrones a compliment and say I really enjoyed the fight scene at the Tower of Joy with Arthur Dane going du- dual swords against like three dudes. That one's awesome, but it is a testament to where that show messed up in other places um, with their jump cutting e- editing crap. Like that, the scene with the Viper and the mountain fighting had such a potential to be a, a cinematically stunning experience. And I remember watching that one and being it, went, it being one of my first disappointments on the show, where I was like man this got really hyped and then all we got was a bunch of sliced crap of this guy spinning in a circle and like you can't really tell what's going on the whole time there's what 50 cuts in a minute you know what I mean like but the Tower of Joy scene there's a lot of cool you know moments where you see like the scene play out a little bit you actually see them making moves and and stuff I think that scene was was awesome well let's talk about movies that may or fight scenes that maybe we liked but are a little bit disappointing now in retrospect because i wanted to bring up the born identity and kind of all the born movies like at the time that they came out they were really awesome because they felt visceral you know what i mean there was a lot of shaky cam in the fight scenes and everything felt claustrophobic while they were fighting they're fighting in like these tiny little rooms but there's so many cuts and so much editing that it almost makes it unwatchable now you know what really? I mean? Like, I gotta go back and watch those then, because I I, I watched a couple. So in, in when Jeff first brought this up this morning, I started looking at old fight scenes that I really liked, and I was like, okay, is this one like? How is this one good? And I looked at a couple lists and like found some video clips, and it's like, okay, yeah, I like this one. But like the Born Identity ones, because I remember really, really liking them. And don't get me wrong, they're still exciting to watch, but they're less interesting when it's just like so many edit points. I mean, that's what the Taken movies like. Same thing. It's it just, almost just feels like a montage of still photos of them like throwing different moves and stuff. Yeah, like, that's what it feels like, and it's frustrating because it's like, oh, just show me, show like, stop editing, like, do some actual choreography. You know what I mean? I don't know. So, so you want to, on, on that category, other? I wanted to jump off and talk about The Last Jedi. As far as fight scenes that I really enjoyed in theaters, I, I was blown away with The Last Jedi uh, in theaters. It's, be- it's visually stunning. One of the most visually stunning movies of all time, I think. It's so beautiful. But you pointed out months after when the fine, when the film finally came out, you like analyzed the fights and you pointed out that a lot of the characters are just kind of standing around in the background if they're not directly engaged with the... Or Ray will just do something like she'll like swing at somebody and then she'll just stick her arm out and then someone will swing and hit the lightsaber. And it's like, why? Like, that's not anywhere near her body. Like, what, what was the point of that swing? It made no sense. And like, again, looks great. And those two... But, like, you take that and then you look at another movie with lightsaber fights like Revenge of the Sith and you see, like, the choreography, all the choreography that went into Anakin and Obi-Wan's fight. Like, there's not an errant swing in that scene. You know, everything has a purpose and it's great. It looks incredible. You know what I mean? And they, you, you know, like, I know from interviews that they practiced that fight scene four months like every single part of it to the point that they could do all of it in one take if they had to they could do the whole fight scene in one take if they had to at that time you know what i mean like and i wish they had that would have been awesome but i don't think they were ready for it at that time we weren't ready but for it I, my mind would have exploded if they did that <laughs> i think i would have died in the movie theater if they had done that in one take but 
like you can tell that they practice that choreography and i'm not saying that uh, adam driver and daisy ridley had didn't practice their choreography i just think that the choreography made less sense the more i watched it i still like it i still think it looks good but it's just it's less cool to me it's than, just not on the same level like I yeah think exactly you, you gotta give more credit to the ones where they put more effort into it for sure yeah and that's kind of how i felt i just felt like and also there's a lot of um i don't know there's just a lot of silliness i think adam driver the way that they the fight scene the fight choreography that they developed for that character where it's almost like a knight wielding a broadsword it's a lot of like long sweeping forceful swings and powerful swings that look really scary you know what i mean especially in that scene um I think that that's impressive, but I don't think that they, you know, I just don't think they ever really used the the lightsaber fights to the best extent in that trilogy. In he the definitely, most trilogy. I, I will give them a ton of credit for that because he definitely gave me a vibe of a character that would get absolutely exposed against one of like the Jedi Knights of old, back when they had like finesse and technique. And like, he's a guy that's just a straight up hacker and slasher. And it's because in the new age, like that system and that, that um, order has broken down and he has in his training didn't finish. And like, you can see where he's not at that same level of technique as like, you know, the older movies. And I actually completely am, am like on board with that because it makes sense for his storyline that he wouldn't suddenly be this amazing sword fighter. You know, he's just, he's just good. And it's, you know, it's in a way that is, uh, right. more his conducive character, to a character whose storyline is that he didn't finish his training. His character also rejects his training and, and chooses to act in a way against his training and in, instead embrace his rage and his raw animosity when he's fighting. Right, so that comes out in his style. Absolutely, I'm, I'm all for it. But Yeah, I like it. You know. I like his style. I think that I think it's cool that they gave him something unique. I mean, for all the, like, for as much as I love the prequels, I do think that there's a lot of unnecessary flips and flourishes and silliness going on when they fight. Um, Yoda is literally just co- constantly cartwheeling <laughs> for no reason. I don't really get it, but I, li- I, I like watching it, but it's pretty silly. Um, but I think that, you know, what they did, they kind of did a nice happy medium in that, in, especially in that fight scene um, between like, what we saw in the original trilogy and what we see in the prequel trilogy and they kind of blended the two so there is a lot of like spinning and movement but there's also a lot of strength behind each blow which is what we see a lot with Darth Vader in the original trilogy it's like very methodical practice swings that are you know have a lot of weight behind them whereas in the original or in the prequel trilogy it's a lot of like this lightsaber weighs nothing and i'm just flying around the room and la di da di da and you know i don't necessarily love that especially when it's the emperor flipping around like some old right man <laughs> um so but, i did yeah I, I did want to talk about the immortals but we did kind of cover it already i think the immortals are some pretty great choreography i was blown away when i first saw that film um and i still love the choreography even now um, I'm blown away by the director of that film's name. Does anyone know it? Tarsum Singh. What a cool name. Sounds like, like a Jedi. Yeah, he does. I like it a lot. Um, anyway, yeah, The Immortals is good. I mean, it's kind of hard when we're breaking it down to just fight scenes because I'm, like, struggling to, like, there's some really cool moments in fight scenes. I'm trying to think of some other but ones. But here's the thing. I mean, like, I, I would elevate ones that give us a little bit more staying power. I literally just watched Immortal, so this is fresh. His fight scenes are super fast. 
you know, like yeah, they're short. Like he just cuts through like ten guys, and then boom, he pops up to go talk to somebody or like go chase down somebody. But like, you know, his fight scene, his his longest fight scene is his fight with um, uh, Hyperion, and, and he get, kind of gets his ass kicked the whole time, and then pulls it out at the end with a like a freaking armbar or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he yeah, throws like a freaking wrestler move. But like, the best fight scene in that movie is the gods versus the titans when they're going all crazy at the end, and so like you know one versus a group or whatever like it's cinematically beautiful but you know it's too fast like some of the other ones that even we've seen even that last fight five scene, minutes that fight scene is fun but even that fight scene fails to deliver to its full extent um because the titans are just kind of nameless bodies that run around instead of being individuals themselves and the gods all have the exact same powers they're not unique at all i don't know what about i know that this fight scene we all loved when we saw it in theaters what about king kong Against the dinosaurs? Against That's the three T Rexes. That's a damn good one. Yeah. That one's really good. I that like one's it. that one's amazing, to be honest with you. It's like, exciting. But again, it's CGI. That's yeah, so that's what I was about I've to say. I've been kinda of leaning like, away from like the time. giant CGI stuff because it's not as impressive when it's like you can make a computer do anything. Yeah. You know what Optimus I mean? Which is Prime. why I kinda of stayed Optimus away from Prime. I'll take you all on. Like at some point, yeah. like it's freaking amazing, but at the same time, can you can you give it the same credit as Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, like training for months to get that scene just right you know what i mean yeah exactly i think that watching the humans actually do the fight scenes is more fun than watching two computer animated it is freaking awesome though punch like, each other dude yeah it's one of those I feel the same way about pacific watch, rim yeah exactly you go to watch that stuff happen and you get what you came for like those are freaking yeah. awesome don't don't think that this is a negativity on the movie like but if we're, no, if we're I like making fight shit, scenes, I'll but... give credit to the ones that are a little bit harder to pull off, for sure. Sure. What um, what other ones did you guys want to talk? I've got a list of like four. I think more, we but... really skipped over one of the best ones in film history: uh, Wolverine versus Gambit in X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> I was just kidding. It's one of the Dear worst God. fight scenes of all it's time. <laughs> it's so stop. bad. When he, a Gambit shoots the, he throws the ladder down at him, and then Wolverine just. <laughs> Clawing at the air. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it looks so stupid. Yeah. That movie. But, uh, I, uh, but on the name of mutants, I did have this one on my list. Let's talk about Nightcrawler in X2. That opening scene yep. is so or what? fucking incredible. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. It's so good. It's so good. And honestly, like, it's such a early, like, good use of early special effects. You know what I mean? With him teleporting, him bamfing in and out is so sick. Yeah. For, um, for, the, for those listening, I, hopefully uh, a takeaway here is we either give you a new movie to go watch if, if we pique your interest or something, or we remind you of some awesome shit to go back and rewatch because there's some of these that I feel like queuing up today when I got nothing to do after this this podcast. Oh yeah. I feel like I need to like write down a list of all of these and just go through and watch some of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I personally... Nightcrawler one is really awesome, but I mean, if we're going to jump into superhero stuff again, I mean... Spider-Man versus Doctor Octopus that starts at the bank and then uh, keeps going and going and going until it's on the train is one of the best fight scenes in movie history, in my opinion. I think that that shit is so cool. I love watching that scene or, or that fight. It's just incredible. The, I think um, the director's cut even has a better payoff. Like there's there that fight scene is extended in the director's cut. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's uh, the movie's incredible. It's it's on one of my like, top ten favorite movies. Um, yeah, mine too. I really like that movie. Um, all right, I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm running out. I'm running out of steam here. 
Um, I, I mean, I, I, there's three that I want to talk about that I think we'll have a decent conversation. Uh, John Wick. Which one? I mean, that's yeah, that's three movies worth of awesome fight scenes. That's kind of tough to. It's three movies of only fight scenes. Yeah, can can we like specify this... a single fight in there? Because it feels like the whole thing is just one unbroken. I can. So the one I got two. Most both from the most recent one. Uh, the fight scene where they go into they break into like the knife store. Yeah. With the and they're just like they're all just throwing knives at each other and like, stabbing <laughs> each other, and it's super violent. And that's insane. the one I that leads that. into the library, right? And then he's killing the dude mm-hmm. with the book. That's the moment yeah. that I was thinking of. He's See, punching dude, the book. Those the movies are like over one long unbroken fight slash chase scene with a little bit of dialogue sprinkled in. It's seriously just a it's just a stunt coordinator's like wet dream. It's just yeah, like, it's, uh, there's no awesome. real story, dude. But everybody <laughs> it's loves just John a Wick. bunch it's of fighting. Awesome. Yeah, I love that shit. It's incredible. Um, like, what else can I, we kill people with? Like, the it's just other one like, that I really with like the, with the tin cup thing, where he's just like, "I will kill you with this tin cup." <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I believe it. Like, but John Wick, <laughs> he just freaking does it. He doesn't talk about it. I really like the one on the motorcycles too. I like that they like the the sword fighting scene on the motorcycles in John Wick Three is really awesome. Is John Wick Three also the one where he's the sword fighting scene with the uh, with the motorcycles? Ridiculous to say, but but I was all about it. What a world! Like oh yeah, I fucking love it. It's uh, dude, I I just love those movies. I appreciate that so much. Like all right, what else can we put in here? It feels like what Fast and Furious tried to do, but just put too much money into, and instead it's like, nah, just do something crazy, but like, don't get too cr- carried away with the CGI versus like them just being awesome, you know? Yeah, just show me, oh, show me a character just beat the shit out of everybody. He's a Terminator. Yeah, just do some cool stunt tricks. Don't freaking have a tank come smashing through the freaking highway. Like, you get my point. Like, John Wick is is seriously delivers on that aspect, but I would just argue that John Wick is just one continuous fight with a little bit it of a is. lull in, in, in talk in about talk fight. about uh, characters that just take a fuck ton of damage um, yeah he like I said he's a Terminator oh man yeah, Hain versus, versus Old Boy would be fun <laughs> <laughs> versus Brennan Conlon versus Rocky all in a big death match in a room how sick would it be one, if they did John Wick versus Terminator if they made that a movie that would be or John Wick versus Pred- Predator <laughs> that would be sick they, they did just announce a new Predator movie being made. Oh, I would be so stoked if they did it. If they did John, John Wick versus like, Predator, that would be so cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't think that he would stand a chance. I don't really know how that works, but we, we don't need to get. We oh, can do, we can do that, imaginary speculation fights and stuff. At some you point, think that's that a different call. Dutch, what Buchanan or whatever uh, Arnie's name is in that movie could take on John Wick? Um, uh, no. No, I don't. But at the same time, I think the way that he kills Predator is not in a hand-to-hand, like, ass-kicking contest. Like, I think he has to get creative because the Predator is such a different level of, of um, evolution. You know what I mean? That, like, sure. I, I just don't see it. I don't see John Wick. I, I, it would depend on how you set the film. Like, is John Wick aware of what he is and his capabilities, or has he got to figure it out? Like, what's the setting? Like, I'm not trying to, di- you know, disrespect my boy John Wick, but at the same time, like, you know, I just, I don't know. I, like, I, I would give it to the Predator. I would put my money on the Predator every time until I saw something that told me otherwise. Let's let's get back on topic. I want to talk yeah, about that'll the be a essential... Fun, that'll be a fun podcast at some point. Stay tuned for the imaginary fight <laughs> mashups. 
and we'll just debate I, them. But, well, that's about. what like the showdown is, right? That's what I want to do next. Maybe my topic is next. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. We'll see. I, I want to talk Cut, about the, the essential team fight movie 300. 300 is up there as some of the best. I think it's honestly either the best or second best. It's in the top two of a graphic novel interpretation into film. Um, maybe Watchmen, but uh, I, I would put 300 up there as either one or two. And the fight scenes in that film are inspiring. They are incredible. Just like John Wick, it's a movie-long fight scene. I was about to say it. that. I don't think, like I think again, we're going to have to like at least acknowledge that it's the full movie and not any one fight scene that we're talking about here. It's the whole film. I don't know. That there. first initial rush by the barbarian horde at 300 where they, they build the phalanx and then then they break the phalanx and it just follows that one shot of Leonidas just ripping through dudes and like throws a spear, stabs a dude with the, in the throat, spins around, grabs the spear out of the other guy, stabs another guy with it. Like it's pretty awesome. It's pretty sick. Like yeah, that we could just talk about that initial fight scene. Like, yeah. That's pretty incredible. 300. It's, I think awesome. it's interesting that you think the top two graphic novel interpretations are both directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> I like Zack Snyder a lot, and I cannot wait for the I, Snyder Cut. I like him too, but I, uh, you know, I don't. I love The Watchmen. I think it's probably my favorite superhero movie. Three Hundred's pretty good too, but I don't know. Um, I think Three Hundred's really good. I think that that those fight scenes are really amazing. Um, but I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about them. I think they're pretty. It's a lot of slow motion, I guess. You know what I mean? It's like it. Super it was cool at the time. It was so throwing spears. People. Yeah, it was visually excellent to watch. It was an experience to behold when we first saw it. But I think that I, I don't know how much it holds up to today's standards. Some early Michael Fassbender so... in that one, which is awesome. I've got, I've got one more. Yeah. Is there any else you guys want to talk about? My, no, I think we can give you that one and we could wrap it up. Sure. I mean, this is going to be something that we're probably, as we get in through this podcast and continue this podcast, uh, oh, I fight do, scenes I do are going to pop actually. back up. Sure. I do, I do have one. Uh, the Dothraki charging the Night Kings. Oh, wait, I didn't get to actually see that fight. They just rolled off into the darkness and died. So, fuck you, Game of Thrones. I love, Go ahead, Joe. I love how you were like, I'm not going to bring up Game of Thrones. I can't have that hate in my heart. The, the, <laughs> fire, the fire burns. <laughs> so, ahead, my personal favorite one versus group fight scene, it's actually not a hero fighting a group. It's a villain fighting the group. Infinity War. Thanos on Titan. Such yeah, an... Sick. That one's pretty sick for sure. It I, is really cool. Uh, it's another CGI the, heavy one, though, for sure. Sure. Yeah, it is very CGI heavy. Um, they do such a good where... job of having their guys like interlace in their fights, like their different powers, like complementing each other and like them avoiding each other while still getting hits off. Like it's the same thing at the airport in Civil War, where you just see mm -hmm. like everyone's different unique abilities on display and like weaving. You, like the camera's just literally like panning around like a drone. And you're just watching all this crazy shit happen. It's almost hard to digest on one watch, you know. I'm I'm like a huge Robert Downey Jr. Jr. fan. I'm discovering because he is just these small moments. Like he mastered that kind of tonal shift, just like in uh, Civil War. He's got a moment in Infinity War where he turns to Thanos and says, "If you throw another moon at me, I am gonna lose it." Um, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> good. And um, it's it's a huge tonal shift for that fight scene where he just takes it to a whole other level. Uh, yeah, I really like the part with Thanos fighting Iron Man one-on-one. -on -one. I really like 
but that's also not really about the fight scene as much as it's about the or like the fighting. It's more about watching the armor special effects. Yeah, the armor and how like he he's losing the nanobots, so like his leg armor will disappear and reform a helmet. Like he, the the armor is moving from one part, or like he loses all the armor on one side of his body to build the sword on his right hand that he swings at Thanos, and then that's why right as Thanos, Thanos is able is to break it off, off of and. Right. Then, yeah. Yeah, because he's losing the nanobots. He's running out of them. So they are having to, like, re- like place into different places. And I think that that's really awesome. I don't know how he's controlling them. That's pretty silly. <laughs> yeah, but I think it looks incredible. Yeah. yeah, it looks amazing. I really like it a lot. Um, I mean, even, like, the Doctor Strange versus Thanos is incredible yep, going to bring well. it up. And I was actually going to bring up Doctor Strange real quick here. You, brought, you reminded me. But I really like the scenes with Doc, in the Doctor Strange movie with all the magic. But, again, it's not about the choreography or the way that it's shot. It's all about the special effects and, like, you know, watching the world bend and twist around while they're fighting. That reverse, that fight scene where it's going – where the the – world is rebuilding instead of being destroyed you know in hong kong mm-hmm. that's really awesome and like he like pushes a guy into a wall and then the wall forms around him and he's stuck in there and shit like that kind of stuff is really cool um but again it's that's the it's about the spectacle of the special effects rather than like the fighting and so that's what kind of makes muddies this whole conversation right because it's like okay well where do we draw the line on it or what are we talking about is it the most fun to watch because it's visually stunning or is it the most fun to watch because it's incredible choreography yeah i mean Um, if you want to if you want to break it into those categories i would say best choreography goes to daredevil and uh most visually stunning goes to (laughs) infinity war yeah best choreography goes to troy we're gonna loop it all the way back to the beginning here to wrap it up it goes to troy so we're all in agreement best choreography goes to revenge of the sith um okay well (laughs) i guess i mean do we have anything else to say are we gonna it just you know if we missed Did anything we it? if we missed oh, anything you know definitely bring it up and we can acknowledge our, our folly on the next one but we didn't because without Troy talking about them without talking about them just quick honorable mentions do you guys have any fight scenes honorable mentions throughout a list i feel like two, we've three? just been throwing out all of our honorable mentions i'm kind of running out of things to say you have more uh the one that i wanted to talk about or at least that i wasn't going to bring up but as an honorable mention is uh my hero academia season three finale Oh, Midoriya versus Bakugo. I've watched it. That's the fight scene I've watched more than any others. It's the one incredible. I was going to say, but it was too short of a fight, and I watched this one fairly recently too, is Argon versus the uh, the head of the Urukai troop. But, I mean, the fight scene just doesn't take long, or it doesn't last long enough. But there's just some crazy shit where, like, the orc throws the shield that, like, pins him, you know, pins his yeah. head up against a tree and shit like that, so. Uh, I like when he throws the knife and Aragorn baseball so hits yeah, exactly. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Dude, yeah, that so that seems entertaining as hell too. Yeah, I really like that one too. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the the other honorable mention I had was Gladiator. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about the, the against Tigris or whatever the yeah. the big guy with the tigers. That one's really cool. But again, it's another one of those ones where it's like, it's a it's a product of its time. Fuck, is that another Ridley Scott movie? Shit, it is. God damn it. The, the, he's he's the like a patron saint. Starring Liam Neeson. If, if you guys yeah. haven't seen, if you guys don't know the story behind Gladiator, you guys should look into it. It's fucking nuts. They started filming mean? with like 50 pages of scripts and they would just oh, yeah, yeah. hire writers and writers would just type out scripts and send it to them. And they had like three different writers writing them scripts and they would be like, okay, I want these 10 pages, throw out the rest. Okay, I want these five, all right, throw out the rest. And they Why were just compiling the script. Like a disaster waiting to happen. 
and and it turned into a fantastic film. Yeah, the movie awesome, won a right? bunch that, of Academy Awards. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. Ridley Scott is. I was listening to a podcast where they're talking about him recently, and they 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 brought up a good point. Ridley Scott seems like he hasn't given a shit about story for like 30 years like he stopped caring sometime in the 80s like he really loved his stories in the early movies like when he was doing alien and stuff like that and then he just at some point just stopped paying attention like stopped caring but he's such a talented filmmaker that like he can sell it like if the movie is bad it's not because of him it's because of the script right so the like because he can shoot a movie and get a good performance out of any actor right um but I think with Gladiator, he was just or he was like, uh, "We're not going to delay the filming anymore. I don't like this script. I'm just going to like send like send other people to write pages for me." And he just is like, "I'm just going to make this the best fucking movie that I possibly can," and he nailed it. You know, like he makes an in- incredible movie out of something where like Russell Crowe was writing half of the pages. You know what I mean? Like, I think that he's just Ridley Scott is just so talented when it comes to shooting I'm a just film. Picture, that- I'm just picturing that. Uh- the guy being like, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> that's Bill, that, Bill I think O'Reilly. that's Ridley Scott's whole life. I think that it. that's it. He's just like, "Fuck it, let's just do it." <laughs> Stupid thing it. sucks. We'll do it live. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that that's clip how in he there. Does I want a clip of that playing on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I Gladiator that fight scene with Tigress is good, but again, it's a product of its time. There's a lot of editing in it, and like, kind of weird cgi with the tigers having to blend the tigers in because for most of it when they're filming the fight scene the tigers are not in the same scene as them they just film the tigers separately and edit them in and at the time it looked amazing now if you watch it i don't think it looks as good but really you know yeah i mean you still get the you still get it though right like it's about the visual representation it's a film right it still looks cool it's still fun to watch but i don't think the visual effects hold up as well um, the other honorable mention, my last honorable mention was uh, Man of Steel, Zod versus Superman. I love that scene. I, I don't know if it's on the same quality, but I know CGI. You guys, I like it, it but it's a it's, lot of CGI yeah. buildings falling down and shit. But I like it. I think. I mean, it's the fine. thing that I like most about it is is Michael Shannon's speeches, but um, still very fun. Michael Shannon is the best part of that movie. I think that might be why I like that movie so much. Is just Michael Shannon yelling a bunch. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, that's here's all I my have. quick. Here's my one last quick honorable mention that only Jeff will relate to, but Invincible, the fight scene between oh, yeah. Ultraman and Invincible. We'll, we'll be able to talk about that when the animated when, series when the animated comes series. out. But I yeah, you were as to far Mark as like Wahlberg a comic book the... fight scene, it's so good. <laughs> I thought you were talking what? about Mark Wahlberg making the Eagles. So I was like, <laughs> it might be a punch from that movie. So I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Invincible. That Don't you movie. dare no, try to make book. up a fight scene now. Oh, yeah, you really kick some ass in that movie. And... <laughs> No, it's in a comic, and there's some really awesome fight scenes in that comic, uh, and I'm excited for it to be on that animated series. Hopefully, they don't shy away from how bloody and violent they are, because that is some fucked up stuff. No, I mean, definitely, <laughs> if you watch the trailer, you can see they're not shying away from the violence. But quickly, no, on looks... comics, Brian, still haven't read your comics. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got anything for you yet. I got um, a month. I got a month. I'll figure it out. All right. Did we nail it, guys? Are we done? I think we nailed it. I think we're it. good. Troy. All right. Well, consensus. thanks, everybody. What? What? <laughs> okay. Yep. We all agree. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Troy's um, consensus. Yep. Civil War. Again. Yep. We all agree. 
Everyone says it. Um, I'm going to cut your guys' audio out. <laughs> I'm just going to edit a bunch of yeses in. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Let us know what you think the best fight scenes are. Did we miss any that you wish we had talked about? What do you think of the ones we did talk about? Um, and, yeah, rate and review us. Yep. Who, who would win, John Wick or Predator? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And what is the metaphor of that story? Which one was um, the director? Yeah, which which one was the director? Wait, what's the real All narrative? Right. Is it about making a film? Like, are they the <laughs> What's the underlying narrative? <laughs> I that's, that's a joke from last episode. I'm bringing it back. Sorry. If you haven't heard last episode, Brian, it's funny as hell. I, I already made that call back and you didn't even laugh. Oh, <laughs> it was funny. All right, guys. Anyway, Troy, consensus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Oh, find us at Clever Kid Pods on Instagram and Twitter. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs>